Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage year. Welcome back, everyone, to the 101st episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why it's hard to say no to your teen and what you can do about it. Is it harder to say no to your teen or to say yes? Do you say no more to your teen or do you say yes more? There are moms that have no problem saying no to their teens, but have a hard time saying yes. You may have a hard time saying yes because you're scared. You're scared of your teen going to see a friend because of COVID, or you're scared that they start driving, or maybe you say no because it's inconvenient to you to say yes. You may say no more than you need to because you're scared of letting your teen venture into that scary teenage world. And then there are others who say yes more to their teen and have a hard time saying no because they're scared of their teen's reaction. What you want to shoot for is saying yes and saying no from a clear space instead of a scared space. Sometimes the answer is yes because you need to give them a little more freedom and responsibility as they get older so they can learn how to manage themselves while they are under your roof. You are slowly letting out that parenting leash to see how they're able to manage a little more freedom. You don't want to say no till they turn 18 and then let them off their parenting choke chain. I was an associate head resident for three years, and I saw firsthand why this doesn't work. Your teens can't go from zero freedom to 100% freedom in an instant. If this happens, they don't manage their lives well. They overeat, overdrink, they blow off classes, party too much, and they pass out in frat houses. You want to aim at saying a calculated yes. It's not a blind or naive yes, or you are intimidated into saying yes. Whenever you say yes, there's a risk, but a calculated yes has plenty of evidence that your teens can handle the yes because of prior experiences where your teen proved trustworthy, like you let your teen drive back and forth from school after they got their driver's license and they comply to all your rules. When your teen has earned trust, their reward is a little more freedom. You give more freedom because they have earned trust. This equals a calculated yes. But sometimes the answer is no. It has to be. If we are going to protect our teens. And for the moms who hate to say no, this is really hard for us and it can completely drain our energy. It's hard to say no to your teen for good reason. They make it really hard to say no. Your son is looking down on you in his big, big, buff body, and he looks like a man. Your daughter may be looking at you eye to eye, but she is also speaking to you from her grown-up body. 
They think they know better than you. They want to hang out with their friends. They want to belong. They see where all their friends are on SnapMap. They don't want to be left out. They are really clear what they want. They can be so convincing and demanding. They do the full court press and get in your face. And they talk down to you like you're not their parent and that you have no control here. But you do. And I know you know this. But they may have grown-up bodies, but they are not grown-ups. On many of the podcasts, I've talked about the science of the teenage brain. You have probably heard that the teen's brain is like all accelerator with faulty brakes. What that means is that the lower brain, where the reward center is located, is fully developed. So that impulsive, risk-taking part of your teen's brain thinks taking five tequila shots is an amazing idea or sneaking out in the middle of the night to hook up with a girlfriend or boyfriend is like something that you should do. The prefrontal cortex is supposed to act like the brakes and stop these crazy impulses, but they're faulty. Mature prefrontal cortex or mature brakes would weigh the consequences and look at cause and effect. With these immature brakes, judgment goes out the window. And when the right circumstances line up, like hot random guy stops and asks your daughter to get in the car with him, or your son decides to send a pic of his privates to his girlfriend, well, those brakes just didn't work. Parents say things like, what were they thinking? And actually, your teens weren't thinking. They were reacting and responding to that dopamine reward. I am not saying this to instill fear, but to keep you wide awake. Until your teen is making sound decisions, you have to be their prefrontal cortex. You need to be their brakes when the dopamine and adrenaline cocktail has the pedal to the metal. In other words, your teen needs you to say no. And now we're going to talk about six reasons why it's hard to say no to your teen. One, it's hard because your teen's clear and you are not. There were many times that I was in the grocery store or some other errand, and my daughter would call me and say, Mom, can I go to this concert or go to some person's house or go with her friend and her family somewhere for the weekend? But she caught me completely off guard. Seconds before, the only thing on my mind was if this avocado was ripe enough for dinner. But now she bombards me with her plans for the next hour. She hits me with her best sales pitch, and it sounds all Disney, but I'm not really clear about what she's actually talking about or any of the details. And then she would say, Mom, I have to know now. And then she'd make it really hard to say no by saying something like, you know, Kaylee and I haven't spent much time together. This would really help us be close again. And by the way, my daughter would know that I wanted her to be better friends with Kaylee. There I am in the produce section of an HEB grocery store staring at the avocado. And now I'm in a complete mother fog. Don't try to say that three times really fast. Mother fog, mother fog, mother, fog. And there were a few times I would end up saying yes before I knew what I was saying yes to. I finally wised up and told her that if she needed an answer now, it would be no. 
because I needed some time to think about it. We get in these situations a lot with our teens because we are busy moms. You may be in the middle of a conference call or feeling pressure to meet a deadline for work and you're scrambling, or you have to rush and pick up your 10-year-old from school, or you're in the middle of making dinner. We are spinning so many plates that when your teen comes and asks you out of the blue for an answer now, you just didn't have the time to really think it through. The second reason it's really hard to say no is that you don't want your teen to be mad at you. And what you're really afraid of is that you'll lose that closeness or the connection. This can happen with mothers and daughters especially. You love it when you're close to your daughter. You like her company and she gives you big hugs. And when you say yes and she tells you, I love you so much, mom, and she's so happy. But when you say no, She wants nothing to do with you. She hides in her room. She walks past you, won't talk to you, and she withholds her relationship from you. And that feels so bad that you end up saying, well, yes, when it really is against your values. You let her boyfriend stay the night in her room. You know they are drinking, but you feel paralyzed. This especially can happen in divorced families when the stakes seem higher and the daughter can say, well... If you say no, then I'm going to go over to dad's because he will say yes. And it really feels like if you say no, you could lose your daughter. And that loss just feels like way too much, especially after a traumatic divorce. The third reason it's hard to say no is because you compare yourself to the other parents who are all saying yes. Now, every teen in the whole world will say to their mom, Mom, you're the only parent that makes curfew at 11 on the school nights. Mom, you're the only parent who won't let me drive to the party or go to the party. Mom, you're the only parent who won't let me have my phone in my room. Mom, you're the only parent who monitors my screen time or cuts off internet access in the evenings. Now, most of the time, you know that's not true. Why? because moms talk and we know we are not the only ones, we know that our parenting is within the norm of our school culture and friends. But then there are times that you are very clear about your family values and you do feel like you're the only one. I have talked to moms who feel betrayed by other parents and really feel alone amongst the parents at their school. And I often see this around drinking alcohol. The drinking age is 21, and you feel strongly that you don't want your teen drinking, not only because it's against the law, but because there's alcoholism in your family. But several of the moms of the football team or the drill team have parties and buy alcohol for their teens. So you tell your teen you don't want them drinking, and then they come back to you and say, well, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they don't have a problem with it, so why can't I have my friends over and why can't we drink? And then you end up caving because you feel that pressure to say yes. The fourth reason you say no is that you're intimidated by your teen's anger and temper. You say yes because you just don't have the energy to deal with all that drama. You're already tired. And at the end of the day, you just don't have the energy for it. You're wanting to avoid all the arguing that keeps escalating and gets louder and louder where your teen follows you in the bedroom and belittles you by saying something like, you are a horrible mother, or threatens you and says, 
then I'm not going to church anymore. I won't study. I'm not going to live here. Or curses at you and says, you think you're so effing perfect. You just don't want to deal with all that. The yelling, the slam doors, the cussing, the throwing things. And you think, I am just not up for a big argument or him going ballistic. And you say yes when you really mean no. Now, your teen knows what they're doing. They are intentionally intimidating you so that you have to say yes. The fifth reason your teen makes it really hard to say no, and again, girls are better at this than boys, is that she'll mope around the house. She will show you how sad she is and how lonely she is. She will walk around with her head down, won't talk at the dinner table, and will just push the food around on her plate. And you say, what's the matter? And she looks out the window and says, nothing. She tells you that all the girls will hate her now and that she won't have friends anymore or that her boyfriend will find someone else. And then she will tell you that you're ruining her life just to drive the point home. It's so hard for moms to see their daughters so unhappy, and it's easy to cave and say yes by telling her just this time. But your daughter has just learned that being sad and pathetic will get her the golden ticket to hang with her bestie at the concert. Six, another way your teen will make it hard for you to say no is that he'll be his charming self and she'll be so sweet and helpful. Your son volunteers to rake the leaves or go do errands for you. Your daughter tells you, Mom, I cleaned my room. I loaded the dishwasher and vacuumed. Can I do anything else to help you out? Do you need help with dinner? She will tell you, Mom, I miss you. Can I go to Target with you? This is the daughter or son you've been hoping for. You're so grateful that things are going well. And then she asks if she could go to Ryan's Lake House that weekend. You are uncomfortable with that. But she's been so nice, so how could you say no? The seventh reason your teen makes it hard to say no is that they sound so reasonable. Calmly, your daughter asks if you can talk. You are used to her blowing a gasket and being a drama queen. You're thrown off with this mature demeanor. And this conversation goes like this. Mom, really, why can't I go to the party? And you say something like, Honey, everyone knows that's a, that's a party house, and his parents don't care if the kids drink. Mom, I can take care of myself. If it's bad, I'll text you. I've left bad situations before. You really can trust me. You're amazed at how mature and reasonable she sounds. She almost feels like an adult. You feel bad for not trusting her, so you say yes. All right, so I have talked about seven reasons why it's hard to say no to your teen. So now we're going to talk about what you can do about it. All right, the first thing is you want to be clear. Is this a solid yes or a solid no? Your teen is clear and can be very convincing when they are in front of you, especially when they're desperate. He, she will try to push you to make a decision before you've thought it through. Often, this is the first time you're getting the information and you haven't had time to process it. And this is what he or she is counting on. And yes, I have fallen into that trap a few times. 
And that was me in the grocery store, just completely confused while I was holding my avocado. So don't be pressured. You can take all the time you need to give your teen a solid yes or a solid no. You can let them know that if they need to know now, the answer is no. So what you want to do is to take a break and check in with yourself. Do you need more information like, are their parents going to be home? Then take action. Get their phone numbers. Who do you need to call to find out? Are you going against your rules and guidelines that you've already established? So you want to make sure that you're in line with your rules and guidelines, and then you want to collect as many facts as you can. Are you uncomfortable with saying yes? Then ask yourself why. If you need to journal about it or talk to a friend, then do that. Then most importantly, trust your intuition. Sometimes you need to trust your mother's intuition. It might look good on paper, but something inside you knows it's just not right. So for example, your daughter wants to go to the party and it's supervised, but you know that her ex-boyfriend is going to be there. And you know she's still really, really fragile after that big breakup. You don't want to get really, really stressed about making the right decision. You just want to make the best decision that you can. Remember, your job is to protect her. All right, the second thing you can do about it is stay clear of the drama. You don't need to argue with your teen. You need to step away and get clear. If you argue with your teen, you can get worn out, confused, in that mother fog, and that is definitely not clarity. When you react to the drama, you lose your power and your clarity. You can end up feeling bad about how you reacted. Then your reaction becomes what your teen argues about. Mom, stop yelling at me. You are crazy. If she attacks you, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to answer her accusations. They are completely absurd anyway, like, you hate all my friends. You hate me. You want to just ruin my life. In those moments, there is nothing you can say that will talk sense into her. Take a break till you are clear, and if she's still all riled up, you can text her, which is why God created texting. Texting is a great way to stay clear of the drama. It allows you to communicate about tough issues and escape having to face an angry teen in full surround sound technicolor. When your discussion is only on this little phone with little words, it loses much of the drama. This is a great way to state clearly that the answer is no and why it's no. And you don't have to look at her facial expressions or watch her waving her arms. It's way easier. All right, the third thing you can do is get support. If you say no, your teen is not going to be happy with you. And if you have a very, very strong teen and they are in full force drama, they will make your life miserable, especially if he or she attacks or threatens you with their words. This is a time you need support. If you listen to your teen's logic, you won't know what end is up. You're going to really be confused back in that mother fog. It helps to bounce your decisions off a sane adult who will say, Yes, you make sense, and you are making a good decision. 
Your teen will make you feel like you are the only mother on the planet who is so protective. Bring in your partner for support. Call a friend or support a family member who will listen and help you calm down. Have a friend pray with you about the decision. Maybe you need advice. If you're really concerned, then seek professional help. And again, I do uh, mom coaching. I'd love to help you. Bottom line, you don't have to do it alone. The fourth thing you can do about it is just know. You are being a good mom. Congratulate yourself. Look, saying no is hard. It's easy to give in to your teen, and it's hard to maintain a boundary or a rule and say no. If your teen is unhappy with you, great. You're doing a great job. Again, your teen needs you to be her prefrontal cortex. Your teen doesn't get the big picture or understand cause and effect. You are powering your parenting when you clearly say no. Woohoo! Congratulations. You are an amazing mom. Thank you for protecting your teen. This will not ruin his or her life or your relationship. You are actually protecting your teen. The fifth thing you can do about it is find ways to say yes. And this is actually my favorite one. Because truly, when we say no, we are not wanting to hurt their heart or ruin their relationships or their life. We are just trying to protect and guide them. While you're taking your break and getting clear if you can say yes or say no, I want to add one more piece. I want you to think about what you need to say no to. I mean, think specifically, what part are you saying no to? And then think specifically, what part can you say yes to? In other words, is there any way you can say yes to some of it and just say no to the part that has you concerned? Examples. Yes, I would love you to go to the party. I know all your best friends are going to be there. I know it would be so much fun for you and you've worked really hard this week. I just need to know if the parents are going to be there. Let me call them and make sure they're going to be home and then you can go. So if the parents aren't going to be there, you could say, well, why don't you have your friends come over here? I really want you to be with your friends. I just need to know that you have parental supervision. You are showing your teen you really are on their side and concerned about his or her heart. Like, I know Brittany's important to you. I want y'all to hang out. Why doesn't she come over here? I'd be glad to pick her up. Doing this turns the, quote, no around into an opportunity for a, quote, yes. Then it's your teen's decision if it's a no or a yes. They can decide. So if you are a mom who says yes, when you mean no, I encourage you to work on this. Don't feel bad. We've all caved and said yes when we knew that wasn't the best decision. It takes courage to be honest with yourself. If saying no feels too hard, you can get some professional coaching and therapy around this. Again, I'd love to help you. So Kara Kampakis, who I interviewed on my podcast, had a wonderful prayer for moms, and it goes like this. God, help me to be the mom my teen needs me to be. And on the flip side, if you're a mom who has no problem saying no and rarely says yes, I would encourage you to think of ways you can start saying yes a lot more to your teens. 
This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. Also, my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find that and order it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And you can always find other great resources and contact me at ColleenOGrady.com, two L's and two E's. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.